You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show podcast, Sin's place for all things sex, health, relationships, and identity. So, so, so scandalous. Hello, sexy listeners. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show and Sin. My name's Felicity Tang. My name's Jack Misson. And I'm Tess Johnson. And welcome back, you guys. You are way too energetic for a Saturday. For a Sunday. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's the morning really show. You kind of need to be very, very happy. Yeah, I know. But like, and we've got a great two-hour two show. This is amazing. First, first show for our group. We're with you for the next three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Great. Now, guys, I'm not sure if you know how the show works, but we need to introduce ourselves. Yes. So who would like to start first? Okay, I think you should start. Just give us the example of what we're meant to do. Okay. Because and I haven't done it in a little no while. No worries, so. Jack. Mm-hmm. Right. So my name's Felicity Tang. I am 21 years old. I identify as bisexual. And uh, yes, I'm just a very, very happy person who loves to have fun. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm Jack Misson, as we said 50 seconds ago, but that's okay. Um, I'm 22, I identify as male, and I am heterosexual. Well, my name is Tess, and I'm 21 years old. I am a straight cis woman in a long term relationship. So, yes, getting excited to getting to know you all. We are going to have a ball here. Mm -hmm. Now, today we're going to discuss a lot about love and dating reality shows. Personally, I don't know much about these shows. Well, this is Jack's area of expertise. Educate us. (laughs) Educate. Sure. So I I decided to drive um, this sort of idea. Um, Everyone was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, okay, I can mostly speak about um, love shows and the whole phase that we seem to be going through at the moment like for the last five years all we've had is like love shows in the last 12 months it's just gone crazy so like we've got the bachelorette we've got the bachelor which is a pretty <sighs> vanilla style yeah. of dating show when you look at some of the other options right yeah totally felicity loves it as you can snoozing <laughs> away yeah look, the only show that i really know is match at first sight and mm. personally i have so many opinions on that show it kind of yes. makes me go what the hell are people thinking mm-hmm. well we can unpack that in a second but we can go even further you've got your traditional you know high i you know just general dating but let's try and date dating naked Right. <laughs> that happens as well. Love um, it. The Last Resort, a beautiful pun in there. So couples who are on the rocks and they're trying to heal their relationships. Seven Year Switch, Bride and Prejudice, which was another delicious pun as well. Um, <laughs> delicious. Um, so and that was a bit, it's a bit of a different sort of style sort of show, but it's um it's still part of the love sort of idea that we're going for here. And I don't think those shows are going anywhere fast because people seem to love them. And I don't know why. But here's the thing, though. When you put that into perspective, mm. how like, what are we supposed to gain out of these shows? Like, you know, for example, because I only know one show, mm. Marriage at First Sight, mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of looking at someone and going like, hey, I'm going to marry you for the next couple of hours or days. Yeah. You know, if we're going to do a Kim Kardashian, you know, 74, good luck. 72, 72, 42 days. Jack like knows the, uh, Well, I think Kim days. Kardashian's is a bit of a long-term uh, yeah. marriage <laughs> if you compare to some of these. <laughs> yeah. I think really they're there for our entertainment. There's mm. not really yeah. a whole lot of traditional love no. in there. But, which you know, yeah. how do you say about... 
um, you know, sanction. Uh, To they, marriage at first sight. To marriage at That's first sight. That's pretty cool. Yeah, which is good. And I think it's it's appropriate that it needs to happen because this gender equality thing needs to happen now. Um, marriage equality, rather, needs to happen now, but it's not happening. I don't know why. But, you know, with the shows at the moment, it's very much a hetero, sort of white, hetero, Anglo sort of representation. And it's like... Okay, it's all pretty. It's all pretty much the same, really. The only real difference here was that marriage, um, not marriage at first sight, uh, Bride and Prejudice kind of explored the other sorts of relationships that are out there. So interracial, into um, uh, what's the expression? So um, homosexual couples, lesbian couples, um, different ages, that sort of thing. Um, so, and that's what made it controversial, I think, because people aren't used to the idea of having these different couples which don't conform to society's values. Now, would you consider this a social experiment, Dan? Yeah. God, that's a load of comment, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, this is is controversial. Oh, it's a social experiment. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Let's totally put that to air. But, yeah, this whole social experiment, garbage. I just, yeah. It sounds like a get-out-of-jail-free card for the networks (laughs) and for the the producers of these shows. I just, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Although, you do get some interesting characters in the shows, though. I bet you fun. do, especially the ones where they play up their personalities. I know. But the interesting thing is, like, how much is it of it is them being natural versus the producers going, yeah, that's great, let's just amp up your personality a little bit more. Cause it's all a little bit boring. definitely scripted, mm. but we should probably talk a bit about this in more detail after a song. So, yes. what shall we chuck on for you well, this evening? We'll chuck on a delicious track. I'm, I'm using Ooh. that track that work quite a bit, but we'll start with Stupid Love. Now, but love is not stupid. Let's establish this. But uh, we'll stupid, go to... Stupid, stupid love. We'll go to mm. Stupid Love by Jason Derulo. This is the Naughty Rucho on Sin Nation. Bye 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 by InSync, And before that, we had Jason Derulo with Stupid Love. This is the Naughty Rujo on Sin Nation with myself, Jack, Felicity and Tess. Hello. Hello, Hi. hello, hello. Hey, hey, hey. So today, we have been talking a bit about uh, reality TV show and dating. Um, but we, we have a bit of a bone to pick with you guys about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Yes. Yeah, well, basically, look... The people that are, you know, portrayed in these shows, you know, we look at it and we go, and we've covered this before the songs, before the break as well, but, like, do we just go by, based on their personality or do they have to really ramp it up and force their personality on air? Because if we look at um, the notorious Kira from... Oh, God. Oh, from The Bachelorette? Bla- yeah, from The Bachelorette, but I've completely forgotten the season she was relevant to. Uh, Richie Street, Richie's season, so Richie Strawn. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so basically she was hated amongst the, te- amongst the contestants and hated by Australia, really. But she seems to have cashed in on that. Hated, hated or loved, that's the thing. Oh, well, it's because attention, it's a... It's what well, it's what that's what they want in showbiz. I've been told she's nice in real life. I've been told she's nice. Okay, well I don't know. Well, she come well. We and I saw a few articles about her the other day where oh she's just got plastic surgery and everything else. And I'm just like okay, if it wasn't for the for the Bachelorette, you actually would be nobody. And this whole idea of reality shows has given you a 
sense of celebrity, which you wouldn't have had otherwise. I kind of agree on that, yeah. yeah. So much of a sense of celebrity she's been... You know, yeah. hosted on the, on the project and such. And we have got a bit of the um, of an interview yes. for, of Kira from from on the project. Yes. Shall we chuck that one up? Why not? Let's do it. Well, last night on The Bachelor, it was another all-you-can-eat smorgasbord of blondes, bubbles and backstabbing. <laughs> but for one lady, it was also bye-bye, as the controversial and outspoken Kira was sent home. I was too good for this situation, and I felt it so many times. I'm like, what are you doing here? Do not give a f- about those. F- I'm so glad to get out of there. They're all nasty, like oh, pieces of work. I like, can't even deal. Oh, then some parting words. Please welcome Kira. Hi. Kira, you're a fabulous big personality gal. Richie was never going to be a good match for you, was he? Look, I mean, we all know that it was never going to happen. Um, I mean, look, for me, I was hoping that there was going to be something, but it didn't ha- it didn't end up that way. So, you know, I've just got to move forward. Uh, you were highly entertaining on the show, Kira. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Let's have a look at some of your more entertaining moments. I've had enough. I'm over it. Four? Ready for bed. Game on, Mo. Oh, my God. You are so hilarious. Why would you say that? That's ridiculous. What have I said and what have I done? You asked me to come talk to you, so I've come talk to you. Go away. Peasant. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) She's a peasant. Uh, Peasant, that's a hell of a sledge. I think it's from the 1700s. What made you come up with that? (laughs) To be honest with you, I have no idea where it came from. I was just like, go away, and then peasant just came along with it, and I was like, huh, okay, cool. Mm. I just ran with it. (laughs) Now, your own story, of course, has been quite well known and it's got a, a lot of publicity, particularly after you spoke to Carrie on our show. Yeah. How, how have you found life after that became so public? Uh, look, to be honest with you, I was a little bit nervous about leaving the house at first, but I've had some really great positive feedback from everyone. People send me the most beautiful messages and I'm just really appreciative. I'm just taking every day as it comes and I'm just really grateful. So overall, you'd say that this experience on The Bachelor has been a positive experience for you? Yeah, definitely. For me, moving forward, I'm seriously more happier than I've ever been. I mean, there's nothing you can say or do to me that will upset me. I've pretty much had everything thrown my way. Um, So it's just made me stronger and made me, you know, more ready to get out there and just, yeah... Just smash it. <laughs> All right, Kira, we're taking bets here. Who's going to win? Okay, so for me, initially, I did think that Alex um, and Nikki were going to be contenders, but after last night's episode, I definitely feel like Elena is in for the win. Guys, or should I say peasants? Oh. <laughs> yeah, Kira from The Bachelorette, telling it, or The Bachelor, telling it like it is. I will just say this really, really quickly. We hadn't heard that interview in quite some time, and when she said peasants, we all in the studio here just went, whoa, okay. <laughs> See it as it is, Kira. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, it's interesting that, you know, when you get someone who's like that on the project, a completely different environment, she seemed quite personable and quite... Uh, they say likable then she does sound quite lovely mm. on the project I must say yeah but here's the thing we mentioned that a lot of the show a lot of the times it's scripted mm. and you know you, when you come to think of it in a production of a TV show you can't have a boring personality no. on TV no one's gonna watch it no, we no. need someone like Kira to bring out these pizzazz pizzazz yes. in a show mm. and you know it brings ratings. Yes, it which does. People buy into that yeah. shit. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, and like, it also brings clickbait and all that sort of stuff. Definitely. Yeah, which is the bane of my existence. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it, it lingers on after the show for six or 12 months, I dare say. Yeah, and it also plays back into the thing that this is a reality TV show, reality dating, yeah. but <laughs> the fact that it is largely scripted, the fact mm. that it is, you know, all for our own entertainment, mm. as we said Kira sounded really lovely. I'm sure in real life she has her moments. Don't yes. we all? Yeah. Don't we all? But, yeah, that's the thing is all of these these personalities are really hyped up. So while they're considered reality, it's not so much. It's it's very no. much scripted for the sake, for, for our sake, as the consumers. Well, look, we're talking about it right now. So there you go. It worked. Exactly right. I was gonna say, good us. job, Kira. I was going to say, yeah, reality, great. Um, I want a rose to continue my life for somebody to like. The rose is the key to your heart, literally. <laughs> jack, jack, jack. Yeah. We need to come in with roses this time. Mm-hmm. Mm. I need, I need, like, I need to embody my inner Osher Ginsburg and like. <laughs> there you go. That's what needs to happen. Um, Alright, well I'm about to just chuck it back to a song. This is the Naughty Rico on Sin Nation. Promiscuous by Nelly Furtado fit Tim Beland. And before that, I Never Liked You by the Road Traders. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. So, so, so scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to add it in there. We totally need to, like we all need to do that when you when we come back from songs. That's Absolutely, so cool. deal. That's so cool. Absolutely. So who's? Uh, who, well, we need to figure out who's doing it for, for the next songs, but we'll do that when we go. Absolutely. To the songs. But we, so we've got a couple of questions into do. our Tumblr, which yes. FYI mm-hmm. is the Naughty Rude Show forward slash ask. So any naughty and rude questions that you have, please forward them through. Yes. But we've been talking about dating shows, reality apparently, yes. reality d- dating shows. Yes. Um, <laughs> but we've got a question that's mm-hmm. come in about. One of them. Yes. So, so let's uh, let's read him out. All right, let's go. I've got one here. I'm wondering if I'm wondering if I should go on a dating show because I feel like it would help me get other. Uh, okay. So then get out there. They get, want to get out there. Get out there. It says other there on here. Get out there. But I'm nervous. Do you think dating show is a good idea or should I try something else first? Hmm. Interesting. I think it really depends hmm. on what you're into. See. Our, our our tune that we've probably been singing the past um the past half hour is that reality TV show oh, reality TV show dating is probably not for us. No. But in saying that, we've got quite a few success stories. We do. In in though there have been quite a few. I mean, mm. Snez and Sam, Bachelorette. Yep. Yeah. Can True. we can we get an amen? Yeah, amen. amen I mean, sister. that's if 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 this if the love works for you. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Look, personally, I would go mm. on a dating show just for the fun of it. You know. Yeah. You cannot. You die only once. You might as well try something new. <laughs> you, you do die only once. You um, die only sorry. once. I try not to die twice. I just <laughs> want to die once. Okay, but I, I do. I also think that look. You've got, I think you need to go on the dating show for the right reasons. I think you Definitely. need to go on there and go, okay, well, I'm going on here to find the love of my life, but I also need to be open to the idea that if I don't find the love of my life on this show, it's not the end of the world. So, And you'll also get a great social media following from it. So I was just going to ask But not if you're boring. That. Not if you're boring. Um, but you're, I'm sure the person who's asked is not boring, so they'll probably kill it on social media. Now, Tess, I'd like to ask you a question. Yes. In terms of joining this sort of... Um, competitions, if you will, you know, these reality shows, doing it for the purpose of increasing your social media status or your social status around Australia, is it considered a good uh, thing? Like, is that a good... I think it absolutely depends on... 
on the person and where you want to go with your like with your work and everything. Mm. I don't think personally I probably wouldn't go on a dating show just for the cause. Just 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 because I don't think I also think that people wouldn't like me very much. I don't I, oh, I don't on, on the dating shows. Oh, yeah. Complete disclosure. We love you. Like, like we well, met, like we met for the first time this morning this evening and oh. we were like in the first 20 well, minutes we're like oh my god. We're fam, all over you. Like family. Well, more to the point is that I just don't think that I would really fit into the um the whole the environment of dating shows as we know them, the very, yeah. you know, the traditional loving in the dating shows. I just don't think that I'm really the gal. It's just maybe not me as well. I yeah. suppose, but, yeah. But in saying that, I think if someone wants to go in to, to boost their, you know, to boost their publicity because maybe they want to have a career in the, in the spotlight, well... People who go on these shows, they're not doing them just for love. They're doing it for a variety of reasons. Yeah. And if they're yep. being honest about that being the reason for, for going on, go for it, I say. You know? Well, but that's my thoughts. Yeah, and you're also get a good experience out of it as well. Like, Absolutely. Who, who, only a very small number of people can say that I was on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. So, you know, who knows? Put it on the CV, you might get a job because of it. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of people have. Yes, a lot of people have. And it's um, it's good for them or bad for them. Who knows? But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think at the end of the day, we need to just establish that as long as you feel like you're going out for the right reasons, and we don't know the reasons why you want to go on there, but if you feel like that you're going on there and going, all right, well, I'm being honest with, the, with myself, with these people that I'm going to be in a relationship with... Then go for it. I don't think there's any any issues any issues with that. Or get out there and have a bit of fun. Mm. Yeah, totally. You only live once. Yolo. Speaking of fun, guys, we do have another question on the Tumblr, yes. and it says, "This oh, it's for us. Mm-hmm. This one's for the host. Okay. What's your ideal date slash? Where's the best date you've ever been on?" Okay. Whoa. So this is our this reality is dating. Digging deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Who wants to start? <laughs> Jack. Okay. All right. All right, Jack. Push it tap all the time, Jack. He's palmed it off to me, but we're palming it back. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. Totally. Give us what you've got, Jack. Give us Um, what you've got. So, full disclosure, I haven't been on a date before in my life. Twenty-two. Haven't been on a date. Look, not my proudest moment, but you know, I'm not. I'm not in any hurry. Put it that way. So, I think for me, the best date I would have go on would be look. I'm not a fan of the Netflix and chill. I think that's a bit of a bit slack. <laughs> um, but I think the best thing would be to maybe go on just go to dinner um, and then maybe a walk on the on beach. A, on the beach. Well, I was going to say the beach, but it's cliche though. It's cliche, it's but, cliche. It's, but it's bloody beautiful. But I was like, even, you know the bridge that runs from... Um, Flinders Street Station to into South Bank. Ooh. Even just walking on that bridge, I, I think that's really my nice. Heart. Yeah. All right, guys. Both hearts are melted. Girls, <laughs> do the girls are listening. You've heard it. Jack is a romantic. His number is zero four. <laughs> beep 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 beep. beep. <laughs> I love it. I've only been on this show for half an hour, and I've already got my, num- my number read out on air. This is great. <laughs> four eight hundred. Love Jack. <laughs> What about you, Felicity? Alrighty. What's your what's your ideal date? Uh, my ideal date. Look, I'm quite a romantic. Mm-hmm. In the past, if you were to ask me this question, maybe about maybe when I was 15, I would say a walk on the beach, a nice dinner, beach, uh, on picnic on the beach. You know, mm-hmm. that would be my thing. Nice. But now, I'm 21. I'm not saying I'm old, but I feel <laughs> old already. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm happy to go to your place. You cook me dinner and wham bam sham. Whoa! <laughs> hey, you're not messing around. Are you? I don't mess around. I She's like real. a bit of fun. I'm yeah. real. real. I'm kicking it real for the 21st century girl. Yes. 
And what about your self-test? Me. Well, if I'm thinking just like off the top of my head, I would like to chuck a bit of wine. Bit of wine into there the mix. There you go. That is good. Yep. Booyah. Start yes. off. Start off in a bar. Dim dim lights. Maybe a bit of candlelight. Oh, Ideally, the bar would have some plants. Get some plant vibes. Is that kinda, important to you? It's important to me. I think it kind of turns me on. Not gonna lie. Ooh, hello. Sexy plants. Whoa. Yep. Wow. Anyway, I like food, so we would eat. Then we would be a little <laughs> bit like feel a little bit flirty from okay. all the drinks, and let's let's it go from there. It up. Loosens the environment. It does. I must say that all three of us agree on food. Food yes. on yeah. a first date. It's food. the way to, to a, to, to to a person's, other person's heart. heart. Yes. To, to a heart or to the pants. Oh. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Now, guys, we need to know what our best dates we've had. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't had any, so yeah. I'm out. Fair enough. Tess. Well, I did jump out of a plane. Ooh, I went wow. skydiving. On a, on a first date. It was Ooh. not a first date. It was actually my 21st birthday. Okay. But it was with it was with with my love. Oh. We did it. We did it as a as a present to each other oh, for our one year oh. anniversary. Oh. And we also happened to be on holidays, and we thought oh. YOLO oh, because bless. yeah, YOLO. Oh. Yeah, that's why. Totally. So I mean, that's probably a pretty pretty fantastic date. Yes. But was it a date or was it a life experience? Or was it all of the above? I don't know. That's oh. the most spectacular one, but m- more often than not, it's a bottle of wine, it's a it's dinner, oh, it's yes. you know, a picnic, yep. perhaps a walk in nature. Yep. That's me. I'm just a, I'm a simple gal. Yeah. yeah. It's all pretty straightforward. And I think outside speech oh this is okay, this is controversial. Ooh. But I reckon an outdoor date beats an indoor date. What do you think? Depends on the weather. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Tess, keeping it real. Well, umbrellas, no. And, a, oh, and, nah, a, nah, and nah, one uh, person, no. One person putting the umbrella over the other person, that's totally romantic. It um, doesn't work, though, because I'm dating someone who's much taller than me and uh, I cannot hold the umbrella up. My arm's not that not long. Not long enough. No. Oh, uh, dear. If you catch me in rain, I will be the grumpiest little girl you've ever met. <laughs> so, no, that's the worst date you could, you know, picture me in. Mm-hmm. Um, my perfect date have been, oh, sorry, I mean, my best date I've been so far. Mm. Very simple, really. <laughs> oh, we are. Aren't we? Yeah. It's very simple. It's too simple. It's like dinner in a restaurant, dumplings. Oh, gotta love dumplings. Mm. Love dumplings. Yeah, dumplings. And then this guy took me on the hill behind Federation Square, oh. and we just had a picnic, oh. saw fireworks. It was kind of sweet. Oh, that's, that's cliche romantic. and lovely. It Fireworks is on the hill. Oh, look at so us! Perfect. Look at us go! We're just your classic yeah. romantics yeah. here on the Naughty, the Naughty Rude Rude Show. Show. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to chuck it to versions of me by M. Rossiano. You're on Sin Nation on the Naughty Rude Show. But you are on the Naughty Rude Show with Jack, Tess, and Felicity. Hello. Now we have, Felicity has a thing that she wants to talk about. Oh, Felicity does have a thing, and it does annoy Felicity quite okay. a fair bit. Don't know why Felicity is referring herself in third person, Felicity but we shall furious. go on. Felicity, Felicity is, fur- is terribly furious. Mm. Now there's this article I came across, and it's from the BBC, and Malaysian government implements gay prevention competition. Oh my guys, god! Guys, seriously? Guys, oh come no. on! No. Okay, anyway, this article starts with... Um, sorry, let me just go back to the article. Very unprofessional of me. But anyway, a competition launched on the Health Ministry's website offers up to $1,000 for the best videos tackling gender confusion. Mm. Gender confusion. Mm, there you go. Continue, please. Responding to an outcry from the LGBT activists, the Health Ministry said that its aim was to promote creativity, not discriminate. 
Right. That's kind of contradicting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The contest is for 13 to 24 year olds. Contest. So okay. it's a, so they're doing a bit of a um. Like, let's get youth involved in this dialogue. Um, we're we're inclusive by including youth people, um, youth people, young yeah. people, mm. but at the same time we're discriminative and absolute uh, pigs. I think that it's a really a problematic. Well, it's it's a very problematic it's kind of. Well, yeah. it's not only is it dangerous, but it's also labeling all of these um, all these. Various different, um, you know, gender, uh, sexual preferences, and all of these lumping it into this gender confusion. Yeah, uh, that's right. Title. Mm. Well, it's exactly what the activist Peng Key take to AFP news agency, and I quote, and he said, "The very fact that they lump LGBT people under category called gender confusion shows that the authorities are very much confused themselves." And I agree. I do agree. In a statement, Deputy, uh, Deputy Director General of Health Lokman Hakim Suleiman said, "This creative video competition is purely to tap knowledge and creativity of adolescents and uh, on sexual and reproductive health-related matters, and does not intend to create discrimination to any particular group." Well, guess what? That's what's just happened. You seriously like? <sighs> oh my lord! What is this? I mean. <sighs> I find it super, 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 super contradictory. To be mm. honest, like, how can you have a competition about being creative and not discriminate? No, yeah, like it's. I mean, oh, I don't even. I I just can't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't look, know. personally, I don't growing up in Malaysia, you mm. know, for most of my secondary schooling, yeah. I've been discriminated, as I said, I'm bi, and mm. you know, I don't openly discuss my sexuality. you know sexuality. Mm. And not only that, it's because it's quite a taboo discussing sex and yes. whatnot. Sexu- in, in Malaysia, in Malaysia, yes, in Malaysia, in Malaysia I should clarify. Yeah. With that being said, said you know, Malaysia is an Islamic country. Mm. It's ruled generally generally by Islamic population, and in Islamic teachings, you can't be gay, you can't be bisexual. You technically need to be heterosexual, and you know that sort of thing. Yes. Um, so I get that. You know, if you're going to use A rule out of the, a book called, you know, the Quran. Mm. You know, fair enough. But personally, if you're going to rule a country, you do not use your personal beliefs to govern the whole, you know, yeah. country. It, I yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense as no. well because the the idea is that if you know if you know Malaysia is an Islamic country yeah. and they're they're governing by you know loosely off what they that, how they interpret it, the, the Quran. Yeah. But at the same time, they're encouraging creativity. So, how people interpret gender confusion, or what they consider as gender gender confusion, mm. to to come up with this new innovative way to help young people decide whether or not they like you know how they can fix these issues. Mm. You know, they 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 blanket as a, as an issue if someone has a different uh, you know sexual preference. It yeah. doesn't make a whole lot of sense in that it's. Yeah, they're interpreting a religion and saying, "Well, you know, this is just the way that it is. We do it this way or that way." Mm. And not getting too far off as well. I think um, being, you know, I come from Malaysia. I grew up in a lot of like, you know, ethnicities—Chinese, Indian, Malays. Mm. In the Quran, you are meant to 
you know, it said that you need to love your neighbors and everyone. Yes. And if you're going to preach something about, ooh, you know, we shouldn't be, you know, gay or lesbians, bi or whatever in Malaysia, what are you trying to say about your beliefs if you are studying the Quran as a, as a Muslim person? Yeah, you know? totally. And I think that also with, you know, they're encouraging creativity, but in the same time, they're condemning the the people of the LGBT community and they are, you could argue, being creative with their with their lives and their sexuality. So it's one of those things where, you know, it's, it's a contradiction. That's all it is, really. Personally, I think you can find creativity, you know, within use in a mm. different way. Of course. Like, Absolutely. you know, um, TV, media or books, you know, you can talk about education. Look, education is so important. Mm. Because of education, we can teach people that it's okay in Asia, you know, to be whoever you want to be. I think we don't have the right sort of education. We're just condemning people in Asia at the moment. And I can say that because I'm Malaysian. I feel, I personally feel that um, people at the moment are just so scared. And I always say this, every action leads to a domino effect. You preach discrimination, you preach hate. (laughs) People are just going to be so fed up. People who are gay, lesbian, LGBT, you know, they're going to feel so small. Mm. They feel so, so small. They're going to feel like, what am I going to do? I can't move to a different country because, you know, maybe I just can't move to a different country. So what am I going to do here? I can't can't be myself. And it's going to lead to, you know, problems like, you know, I don't, you know, uh, like suicide and all that sort of stuff. (laughs) It's just not great. No. It's definitely not. Um, and just just in case this issue is is affecting you in some way, we've got some. Um, there is help available. So if you if you need to get in touch with Beyond Blue, the number for that is one three hundred two two four six three six. There's also Lifeline, which is thirteen eleven fourteen. So if any of these issues have brought up anything difficult for you, you can absolutely call either of those hotlines, and um, yeah, help is available for you. That's all right. All right, we'll chuck it to Demi Lovato with Confident. You're on Sin Nation, the Naughty Rude Show with Jack Felicity and Tess. Barrow with One Hour, and before that we heard Confident by Demi Lovato. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. And just another thing as well, if that last um, talk break um, felt had some feelings rise up for you, um, there's also Q Life as well um, on 1-800-184-527. And that's a um, counselling service for queer people um, from 3pm to midnight in your state or territory every day of the week. So, back to reality shows, my friends. Yes. So, so, so scandalous. You guys forgot. I had to do it. It was my own idea and I forgot about it. What kind of presenter am I? Seriously. (laughs) You're just focusing focusing on the reality or the reality TV show, which is a bit of a running theme throughout uh, throughout this this show today. If you have any questions in regard to either reality TV show in regards to what you would like your lovely hosts to answer. Just anything, anything else? Any life questions? Any naughty rude questions? Any, anything nilly gritty? You can send it through to the naughty rude Tumblr which is naughty uh, oh, hang oh. on how do we go? It's naughty rude the, the naughty rude show dot tumblr dot com forward slash ask. Our <laughs> producer there. just looked at us and went what are you yeah. doing? It's, it's, it's <laughs> she bit, cracked the shit. It's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a mouthful but if you head to that link you can submit any question that your heart desires mm-hmm. but we're going to continue on with uh, with the theme of reality TV show because we just want to we just want to pick through the nitty gritties of it, particularly the certain the ideas of, you know, 
what is actually reality yes. in reality TV show. We touched on that a little bit earlier. We spoke about Kira, who was on The Bachelor, mm-hmm. um, and basically how we we feel like she was quite in, she was encouraged to she to was. be to be a bit of a fiery cat. Yes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit like that. Yes. Um, and on a lot of reality TV shows, it does get a bit like that. It does. So, what are your thoughts? Well, I think that. I, as we've discussed, I, I do think that it's not... I don't think it's entirely appropriate. Um, well, it's not needed, I don't think. Well, it is needed for ratings, but if we're just going to go back to... If we're going to peel it back and we're just going to look at people for who they are, I feel like their personalities, the way they are, is fine. I don't think like, I need to force it on or even turn it down a bit. I feel like just the way they are is fine. Um, but, of course, in the eyes of a show producer, it's like, well, we need ratings, so just um, put a little bit of fire on that and... Uh, That'll hopefully get some uh, get people talking. That's exactly it. Look, there's nothing real about reality TV. You know, let's just put it out there. No, no very much scripted. No. Um, and yeah, we play on the ideology that you know we need to make a show where it engages people to watch. As I said earlier, we need shows that you know have a bit of a you know controversy, mm. if you will. Um, or else, who will watch it? Personally, I wouldn't. No. As well as as well as controversy, though, I think a lot of it um, comes into giving people what they want. So something that I've heard. So there's a show hasn't been running for a while. No. Beauty and the Geek, which really plays on the whole. This is old school. This is- it is. I mean, it's a, it's a little bit old school, but mm. it does really play on those stereotypes that yes. that we've got these geeky guys who have you know still live um still living at their parents. You know, they're really smart, but they're daggy. They dress like yes. A, a nerd, a geek, whatever that really is, mm. and then I there's think it's these. a bad thing. Yeah, no, no absolutely not. But they yeah. really, they really hype, they hype this up as if it, as if it is, as if they're you know absolutely socially incompetent. But then mm. they've got the beauties on the other hand, which yes, of course they're they're gorgeous women, but they're also made out as if they have no you know no agency or no substance to them. That they're just yes. sort of they're, they're dumb, dumb. Mm. Blondes, no, dumb, you know, dumb, dumb beauties. <laughs> yes, and the challenges they have played to those stereotypes, which is even worse. You know, you look yeah. at, you, um, I just too off the top of my head. You look at one challenge where the the beauties had to, you know, make a rocket and um, fire the rocket up, and you had to have another one where I think they had to give um, the beauties a facial or something like that. Like it was just so stereotypical and absolutely just wrong. And know? another way, another way um, that um, they unfortunately. Just because, just because the, you know the women that they'd selected to be on the show f- um, was wasn't enough, wasn't enough no. that they they fit fit the mould of being gorgeous ladies. They decided that to yeah to really ham up this the idea of being mm. um, un- unintelligent or yes. you know ditzy. Perhaps yeah. that's pro- that's the that's, that's the, the word right. I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, ditzy. Yeah. Um, they they were really pr- prying them with a lot of alcohol, and so a lot of the a lot of the um, the ladies on the show the whole time were intoxicated the whole time, so that they would be able to act in the way that the producers were after. Exactly. Mm. So it's it's tricky. Yeah, and I find it interesting that it works on the other way as well. In that you know. I've heard of um, people I know, um, their friends who have been on the um, on Beauty and the Geek, and they would go to the audition or go to set, and then they'd say, well, the producers would say to them, oh, you're actually not geeky enough. Let's just geek you up a little bit more or speak a little bit more to the cliché. So it does work both ways. Oh, absolutely, it and would. I, and I find it really interesting that they actually, I don't know what season it was, but they actually have one couple where the roles were reversed in many ways. So you had a a female who was geek, a, a geek, and then you had a man who was the the blonde in a bit of comment. So he was really muscular, but he had no like nothing between the ears. Or well, that's when he came across it. It's on air, 
and that's what that's the image that they were trying to um trying to portray so I guess it's good that they had it on both sides but then again the whole idea of the show and cliches in dating shows it's not um, it's not reality and ironically they call it reality shows so I don't know why I don't know what they do and I don't know should give it a new name fictionality I like that <laughs> Fal- <Yeah. laughs> false, um, hang on I'm just trying, I'm thinking of the fly here Fal- yeah falsality let's try falsality falsality reality oh. I don't know See, not only are we um, totally down with discussing your, your your youth, your sex, your relationship kind of issues, we're also really into making new words over yes. here. Yeah, love are. it, guys. Now, love guys, it. we're talking about reality shows here, and we've been giving it, you know, quite a fair bit of, you know, slag. Bit of heat. Yeah, a little bit of heat. A little bit. Throwing a bit of shade at the reality shade, TV that's show. That's the word. Shade. shade is good. But at the same time, we are probably all. Can, we're all, we're all into it. Yeah. It, it does. I indulge. I've got to say, occasionally. I look at keeping up with the Kardashians. I'm into oh, that. Don't show. even. I'm not even gonna. Honestly, I can't deal with this anymore. Kardashians. <laughs> but it, it is hate watching. That's what I think it is. It is hate watching. It is watching the Kardashians. It is watching the Bachelor. It is watching these shows. Now, if we're to start our own reality show, mm. how do we want to? Um, you know, structure the show? Do we want some representation? Do we want, you know, what do we want in the show, essentially? I feel, I feel like that all, all facets of um, the world need to be uh, represented. So the whole LGBTQIA community um, needs to be represented. But then again, they may not want to actually be on camera with those. They may not feel um, confident themselves to do that. But Hopefully our casting is pretty good so that we do get casts that are like that. So that is one thing. I think everyone needs to be um, represented on there. I think that, well, my prerequisite, if I, if I was to make a show, mm. it would, like, if, if, it's, if it's for an Australian audience, it has to represent Australia. Yes. So... Chuck a few snakes on the Barbie doll. Oh, no. God, no. Jack, no. You know? well, Jack, that oh, was not... Skin just... That wasn't what I was <laughs> thinking, but if we want to... I mean, we want snags of all kinds. <laughs> oh, that was a terrible naughty joke. I respect that, though. Do you? Do res- you now? Respect. Yeah, well, perhaps it's time, considering we're making some um, jokes, some phallic jokes, we should probably chuck back to a song. What have, we, what have we got here, Jack? What have we got? We've got so many songs, and we're going to chuck it to She's My Man by the Scissor Sisters. You're on Sin Nation, the Naughty Rude Show. The Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation with Jack, Felicity and Tess. Just then you heard You Can Look What You Can't Touch by the, w- by the WWE. R.A.P. is in the studio with us as well. Um, we also had, before that, we had Lonely Island with I Just Had Sex. And before that, She's My Man by The Scissors Sisters. Now, that last song seemed a little bit out of context. Now, I'm just going to bring on producer Erin. Now, what's going on? What's happening there? Look, um, first of all, hi, I'm Erin. Um, that was an accident, but right. I don't regret it okay. for a second. Well, I'm sure everyone enjoyed it. Everyone was like, what the hell is that song? But yeah, still. Yeah, so it's very catchy pop music for, mm. for your Sunday, Arvo. But it was a wrestling theme song for the um, the wonderful Nikki Bella, who's mm-hmm. a WWE superstar. Mm-hmm. Because wrestling's my life, and I really can't go longer than two hours without talking about it. Even yeah. when I'm not talking, somehow it just becomes a thing. So apologies um, if you didn't expect that, but, you know... Thank me as well, because that was a banger. Keeps things interesting, which is cool. I'm going to go now. Okay, goodbye, Erin. Ta! Enjoy. Bye. Okay, that just happened. That was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's really rare we get our producer on on air with us, so thank you. (laughs) 
She's shaking her head. She's so embarrassed. I love it. Okay. So I thought we might just head back to Tumblr. So that is the thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask if you want to submit a question to us and we'll answer it as honestly as we can. Well, we always will answer honestly. Um, we strive to be honest. We try to be Let's honest. Let's be honest. Always. Now, <laughs> we have a question here as well, and it's a really odd one. It's, what is El Mimo Supremo? Now, we all have a suspicion in the studio that he's from one Akash. Now, he is the executive producer of our flagship of our flagship gaming show, Player One. Now, Akash, you got your mention. Good on you. Now, don't ask, don't ask us any more questions. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Get bent. Okay. <laughs> That was such, that was a, that was meant to be a Simpsons reference. Um, that's totally fine. Um, what other questions have we got? So we've got a pretty long one here mm. um, from Anonymous. Uh, so I'll read it out to you. So Anonymous says that they've been dating this girl for a few weeks. They've just got off their third date. Yep. They've had sex, and it took um, they she took uh, their virginity. Mm-hmm. They're twenty. Uh, the the girl is twenty four. Mm-hmm. They're nineteen, mm-hmm. but age doesn't matter. This is right. what they've said. Okay. So do you think it's appropriate to ask where she wants the relationship to go? even if she had previously said that she wanted it to be casual. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make things weird or awkward. I'm happy with whatever's been us as long as we can hang out, but I just want a bit of clarification. Thanks, guys. So that's a question from an anonymous person. Anonymous. So what what are your thoughts, Felicity? Jack? Please, you first. I'm um, it to you again. I think, honestly, it's the best policy. Mm. If you want an a question answered you need to be as honest as you can because you can't beat around a bush with these sort of things no. you are emotionally invested into this you know relationship that you're going on be it a friendship or you know a very casual thing but you need to put your needs um, at the forefront you know mm. you just can't go on a date with someone again mm. and be like Oh, I want something more, but I'm not going to mention anything because mm-hmm. nothing will lead, uh, nothing will lead anywhere if you don't say anything. Yeah, and I think, and I, I completely agree. I think honesty is the best policy. I don't think you need to be um, nervous about asking what you what you want to get out of this indiv- out of this relationship. I think that if she's going to have an issue, if you ask, then she's not the girl for you, anonymous. But exactly. at the end of the day. You just you both need to be happy in the relationship, and if you feel like that you need a bit more clarification, then I don't see that there shouldn't be any issue with that. And if there is, then I think you need to move on. But that um, and look, anonymous, you're 19 as well, and she your time. is 24. You you have time, and you have to put it into perspective. She is 24, and you know her mental uh, sexual mm. mentality space would be mm. a lot more different than someone who is 19. Yes. I was 19, was yeah. <laughs> 19, and you know, I, I took love really seriously. I took my first crushes very seriously. Mm. I felt like I could spend the rest of my life with them. And to this day, you know, right now, I, look, I'm not talking to these people anymore, the ones that I've had crushes on, mm. and you're 19. Cut yourself some slack, but at the same time, if you want something to emerge from this, you want it to progress you have to be honest with yourself, for first and foremost yourself, and then her. So my thoughts are, um, like you've said that, um, so she's 24 and you're 19, but age doesn't matter. And if age doesn't doesn't matter for you, you, you shouldn't, you know, down, down talk the seriousness of your relationship either. Um, it does say in the message that she'd previously said that she wanted to keep things casual, but obviously things have um, have developed 
a little bit further. They haven't been on a few dates and um, recently having had sex. So I think there's nothing wrong with sort of laying it out on the table. Just to clarify, I mean, you've said that you're not really sure, you, you don't really mind where things go, provided that you're still hanging out and on good terms. So, yeah, just... Just, just say, like, wh- where is this going? Because things have obviously, yeah, changed for you. So I think, I think, I f- yeah, just, just ask. I feel just, like if you answer the question for yourself too, because you said you're happy to be whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you're flexible, then so, there should be an issue, yeah. Yes. We'll see. There's the... Our, our perspective for you, anonymous. But um, good luck with chatting, um, with, with chatting to this lady. And, yeah, happy, happy times. Cool, cool. <laughs> I'll chuck it to, a, to a, the question below that one. It's, a, it's an odd one because I actually have no idea what this means. Maybe ah. you two can mm. enlighten me. And the question is, is queefing awkward or funny? Ah, so queefing. How about we give a bit of a, a, bit of a definition? So queefing is basically like the noise that, um, that your vagina might make. It sounds a bit like, like a fart. It's basically air that is escaping from, from your vagina when something is entering. So that something could be. Could be a penis, could be hands, could be... I mean, whatever you decide is appropriate to put up your vagina. Basically, it's just the noise that escapes um, from that space. And that is a definition as well. That is a a definition from my brain. That's not a definition from Google. But at the same time, you know, I personally personally know people who can queef on demand. Queef on demand. Um, Yeah. Guilty. Don't ask me how to do it because I've seen it and it's kind of weird. Well, basically, basically, like if if you've got if you've got control of your of your your muscles in your like vagina region, I guess I'm, I'm not. She's pretty great at sucking the air in there and just letting it out. <laughs> I, well, I must say. Well, you, I mean, you you can you can do that. It, it is it is a thing that all um, people with with vaginas are capable of doing. So the question is: Is queefing awkward or funny? Well, I reckon it really depends on the person. I think I think it's funny. It I, can be funny, and it can, you know, I personally don't think it's that awkward. Unless you're an awkward person, you feel awkward. You know, you don't want to undermine your feelings. You don't want to downplay. No, your feelings. no, you abs- want to admit it. No. So in in situations f- for me, if if it were, if a if a queef was to escape, if if a, a fanny fart is another you know colloquial yeah, right. term, if it's going to happen, I think I think it's a bit funny because <laughs> it's just like I, I laugh at farts as well. You know, I'm just one of those people. I think it, I think it's funny, but it can also be a bit awkward if maybe you're not that com- comfortable with that person. Yeah. But ultimately, it is just one of those bodily bodily functions there we go. that happens. So it could be awkward, it could be funny, but if you like whatever way you feel, if that does happen, just it is okay. It's okay because yeah. it, it happens. So what should I think about this whole thing? If I if I am witness to a queef, if I you, should... I just think. Well, you'll read the play, Jack. Mm-hmm. So let's just say you're you're you might be in an intimate moment with someone, or it might you know someone might just decide that they were going to queef on demand. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, but I think I think you're going to read the content. Um, the, the the sorry, read the situation, decide whether it's whether it is you know a funny yep. moment that you might laugh with together, or whether you might. Yeah. I suppose for a guy as well, if you're actually having sex with a girl and she queefs on you or whatever, you know, she may be feeling a little bit awkward. It's a very mm. vulnerable position you guys have. Abs- <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
position but, pun. So maybe you'd like to, if if that was to happen for for um for a guy. I know that if if I was to be in the situation where I was with someone and that happened, I would probably like them to either you know like reassure me that it's, it's that it's okay, fine. Yeah. I mean, as I said, I like to have a bit of a, a giggle because I I laugh at that kind of thing. But that's just how I react. But yeah. I just I like I like the idea that it. I don't want to be made to feel like an idiot, you know, because it is just another thing. So, this question, this question is doubling as an education for me, and I think it's fantastic. Well, that's that's good. That's that's what we're that's what we're here for to discuss these things that we we're here to come help across. You guys. I might just flip this question over on its head, if I may, and just see from my perspective. So, if mm-hmm. I'm in an intimate moment with a woman and I was to fart mid mid act. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be so awkward. I, I don't think I'd be able to laugh, laugh it off. So I'm guessing this is the equivalent of. Um, <laughs> it, the equivalent here. Uh, is, I mean, it could be um, in the same vein in terms of maybe, maybe, the, maybe the noise. Mm. Maybe you could go with that, but, um. Like we were saying before, everyone's going to react to those sort of things differently. Some people are going to laugh at a fart. Some people are going to be absolutely mortified. There's a, there's a whole scale. Theatering between both. <laughs> yeah, if I mean, well, that, that's I'll the thing. Like... Sometimes, sometimes you might feel that you got to laugh or you'll cry. That it's it really depends on like how you how you deal with that kind of thing. So yeah, perhaps if you if you feel like you would be you would feel awkward if you were around someone and you farted, would you want them to be like, what the heck has just happened and be, be like a bit mean, you know, mean or like tell you that you're a freak or something because obviously you're not. This is no. these things so these things happen. Escaping. Exactly. So think about how you would maybe want people to respond to you if this was to happen. You know? Treat treat others the way you'd like to be treated exactly. back in the school Ex- exactly. And we're not professionals here. We're not the no. magic school bus. Um, <laughs> yeah, because they were totally professional. The well, they, they are under the educational spectrum of things in a way. Um, but yeah, just... I suppose for a guy, just be open-minded with it. Long story mm. short, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. we're just with anything. It happens. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just like it's Life's just another short. thing as a as a human being with the 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 you know female anatomy. Mm-hmm. You mm. might you might uh, produce a queef at one stage in your life, but you've, it's going to happen. So just uh, and if you're going to be with a woman, if you can't handle a queef, boy, girl, whatever, <laughs> you're gonna anticipate a lot of really crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Good crazy stuff. So basically you're failing at the first hurdle, basically. Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying just be open-minded. All right, very I think good. I think that's a, that's a great attitude to approach things with. We might chuck it to a song before we continue with some more questions, but if you'd like to submit a question um, for us to discuss, yes. um, our Tumblr is thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. So feel free to uh, to send any kind of question you might like answered. It nothing's too big, nothing's too small. We'll no. anything tonight. We'll, we'll, we'll give it our best shot. So you're listening to the to the Naughty Root Show on Sin Nation. And you're back with the Naughty Root Show on Sin Nation. You have Felicity, Jack and Tess. Now we had Heart Basil by the drums. She will be loved by Maroon 5 and Boyfriend by Confidence Man. And we have more questions on our Tumblr. If you want to get involved with us, go to thedawnyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. We're becoming experts at the, t- at the Tumblr site now, so I'm actually really proud of us. So yay, team. Well done. Yay. So we just got a, a question from Anonymous, and it says, Hey, guys, great first show. We love it when we get compliments here on the Naughty Rude Show. Um, <laughs> I'm just nervous because it's my first time getting a sexual health check. So... Um, health checkup. What can I expect? I'm really nervous. 
Okay. Well, first off, good on you for getting health te- uh, health Absolutely. So we don't we don't know if this is um, a male or a female. No, no, anonymous. Okay. Well, I mean, I can only speak from the perspective of of a, of a woman getting a sexual health check. Um, but yes, good on you for organising one because they can be totally terrifying. Yes. Um, just the thought of it is a little bit intimidating. But actually, getting in there, it's really not no problem. So my, my experience getting my – when I got my first um, sexual health check, so it was um, – I had to get a pap smear, one of those things oh, that – um no. Yeah, the, the dreaded pap smear, a lot of um, – They refer to it as pap test now, don't they? Do they? Yeah, well, that sounds a bit better than smear, doesn't yeah, that's it? Yeah, the whole thing. That's yeah. the reason why I changed it. I thought the smear was off-putting. Well, it, you, you're not wrong. But anyway, mm. so a pap test, that was that was something that I had to had to get around to when I became of the, the age – when I needed to, and it is, it is a you know, it's a little bit uncomfortable. But often you might have if you can if you have a doctor who you feel comfortable with, they'll sort of just talk you through the talk you through the procedure, which is basically they use a little little swipe and they go up and do a little swipe up in your up in your vajayjay, and then they do whatever they need to do, which is very quick. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not you know painful at all, um, and they may or may not while they're at it. You know, gather evidence for any other sort of sexual um, sexual health test that they need to do. So that was a terrible thing. Gather evidence made it sound totally daunting. Mm-hmm. It's not whether that might be like you know doing like you know peeing in a cup so that they can do a test on that. Mm-hmm. It really depends on what kind of sexual health testing you're doing. But my experience from doing that sort of thing is that you know it might be a little bit awkward. But this doctor, um, whoever you have, they do that kind of thing all, all the day. That's their yes, job. They're they're experts and. So, yes, you might feel a bit awkward. I know I did, but ultimately this is just their everyday job and they're not going to think that you're, you know, abnormal by any means. You've just sort of get in there, get out there and maybe buy yourself a, a lollipop as a, as a, as a <laughs> yes. reward. Something yes. to... Something like that. Visit, that that's what that's yourself. what I that's what I've done for myself. So that's my experience with a sexual health check. Nice. Um, I don't know if that answers the question at all, but I mean, Felicity and Jack, what what are your experiences or thoughts on this kind of thing? Oh, look, I I've got zero experience in this area. Um, I've been saying that a lot tonight, but it's good. I'm learning. Um, but I think that the idea of a health check is a very important one, and I think it's very important to make sure that you haven't um, got anything um, going on down there. But it's always good to be in the know and be across yourself, really. And so- I suppose if you're feeling nervous still, just keep in mind that these people who are in the waiting room as well have the same fears as you have. Mm. It's a good thing that you're getting yourself checked. You know, good on you. Uh, good on everyone who keeps themselves checked. Uh, doctors are there to help you. They want to keep you safe. Um, and yeah, good luck with everything. Cool. So yeah, just to, just to reinforce though, we are um, we're not health we're professionals. Not, we're not health all. professionals, but we are people who have had experiences as youth dealing with the same issues as the, as, as you are. Well, so, Felicity and Tess have. I haven't. But well, <laughs> I can definitely give my opinion to these sorts of things. And that's what we want. We all want all voices to be heard, which is why we are asking questions from our Tumblr. Mm. And I'll just remind you what that link is again. So that's the com forward slash ask. If you have any Naughty Rude questions, um, oh. feel free to send them in. But we've just got another one that's come through. This is a juicy one. I like this one. Yes. So um, so I'll, I'll read this one out. So an- another an- another anonymous question. So we do get a lot of anonymous questions. So that's something that you should know, that you don't need to make your identity known. So you, anything you can ask, yep. go for it. We don't judge here. So this one here. I met a girl when I was out last night only to find out I used to hang out with her younger sister. Would it be bad if I tried to hook up with her? Okay. Oof. 
That's a real uh, by definition of hanging out. Yeah, Yeah, I I guess it's it's tricky to it's tricky to know when we don't know exactly what hanging out is. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I I I guess I would read that and assume that maybe the hanging out was a little bit more than just sexual. Yeah, well, maybe. Perhaps we'll, we'll we'll go down that line and say yeah. what it might mean in that context to us. Yeah, but I think that I th- I think we also need to establish how what how did everything else end up in the previous relationship? Um, and that's something that obviously like it's not not ideal. It's not an ideal situation, but I think that it's, it's awkward. I don't know how to actually answer this one. It's a bit of an awkward situation. Um, help. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see, um, that's what we're all trying to figure this figure stuff out. I suppose, uh, you know, if you're saying hanging out as a friend, mm. you could talk to her younger sister. You know, yeah, it's not in that context. It's not a big deal. Mm. I but if think. you want to go further, but if we're talking about sexual or any sort of you know emotional connection with this girl that you had before, personally, I would stay away from that because mm. things might get messy. Yeah. If you were to pursue this in, you know, if you're in for the long haul, in layman terms, you know, things might get messy. Mm. Um, but it totally is up to you what you think is the best for you. Because mm. if you want to, you know, date this girl. I guess I'm on a similar, I'm of a similar mindset to Felicity in that yeah. it really, it depends how your, well, it depends how your relationship ended with um, yes. this girl's younger sister. Whether and how you're long on, girl it was, hell. And all, it, it really, it really depends on a bunch of external factors that unfortunately mm. we don't have yeah. access to from, from this, um, from this message. But mm. maybe like, I know I'm a massive, I'm a, I'm a real advocate for communication being open. If you think you'd like to pursue it and maybe you feel like you owe it to this, um, to this girl's younger sister to say, Hey, I met your sister. She seems pretty cool. What do, what do you think? Should I, is it, would it be okay with you if I went, you know, asked her to hang out? You know, I, I, I don't, yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. It really depends yeah. on the situation, but I think you're probably the you're probably the best person to answer to, to answer it, knowing where knowing your relationship with both of these people. But it's always good to get a second opinion for these sorts of things, and I think that uh, many many opinions make the uh, make the outcome at the end a lot clearer. It's not just you're not you're going flying in blind and going. I'm just going to take a step in the dark here. I think that many different opinions um, definitely help with this sorts of thing as well. But I also think that, as, as we say, I think we need, need to establish how did it end, how long ago was it, and how do you think that... Well, how do you, what was the other person like? How do you think they'd react to it? They probably wouldn't react very very fondly of it, but, I mean, we don't know. We don't know what the other two parties were like, so we can't really... Um, can't help you out that much, unfortunately. We can yeah. give our advice, though. Yes, but I'm sure, I'm sure you will... Um, I'm sure you'll work that out. Um, dear Anonymous, we have got another question that's come through to the Tumblr. Um, so this one's on, I guess it's on a similar vein to the um, to the the sexual health check before. It's talking about um, contraceptives. So the person, an- another anonymous question has asked, that um, they've said, I've recently finished my prescription for the pill and I want to try a different kind of contraception. Do you have any recommendations of other methods available? Okay, so presumably because this person has said they finished their prescription for the pill, they are a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a woman, I feel like I can say I could say my my thoughts on it. But I what might you, just put my feet up for this one. I think uh, <laughs> sit back and relax, Jack, and you maybe maybe you'll, you. you'll learn. So mm. yeah, well, I mean, the pill is a really common type of contraception that um, a really common contraceptive that a lot of a lot of women use. But it's um, by no means it's it's definitely not the only one. 
commonly available. Um, my, I, I'm, I've currently got the IUD or the Marina. It's, um, which is like a little plastic. I think it's plastic. I, I don't know exactly. That's that's a technical term, but it's just a little thing that they <laughs> shove up up your vagina, sit it in between your um, your uterus, and then. Yes, yeah, somehow this this device does a magical a magical job of making you ninety nine percent, you know, safe against pregnancy. Though it doesn't protect you from any STIs or anything like that. So that's the current type of um, contraceptive that contraceptive that I had. To get that, I had to have a consultation with a doctor, then get the prescription, pick it up, and then organise a little session for it to be um, inserted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I've also had the um, the implanon, which is a little, um, a little also known as the rod, which is a little um, thing that they shove into your arm. God, I'm, I'm using really shove. kind of shove. shove. Oh, that's a terrible. That's a really slide. 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 Cut it open and chuck it in there. That sounds really terrifying. When honestly, it's not. They just make a little teeny tiny cut, and then they put this bit of. Um, it's also plastic, but it's got hormones inside of it, and that releases um, that releases hormones into your body, which also protects you against um, falling pregnant. Though it doesn't protect you against any kind of STIs. So the difference between the two ones that I've tried, the Implanon and the um, and the IUD, is that the um, the Implanon releases the hormones through your whole body, whereas the um, the IUD is more local to your um, reproductive organs. So this, as I say, um, I said before, we're by no means um, health professionals. This is my own personal experience using a different kind of contraceptive, um, and I found that those those two have been really diff- different for me. The Implanon didn't work, unfortunately. The um, from hormonal reactions, I was sometimes quite a grumpy person, so it didn't respond well with me. But everyone is different, so I, those are my those are my contrib- contributions to options that might be available to you. I also need to add that uh, even though it doesn't work for Tess, it might work for you. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. some contraceptives work for some people, some don't. So don't be afraid to try things out. Um, get some advice from a doctor. I I wanted to get a, a, a IUD put in at one point in my life. Um, it couldn't fit in there because apparently I'm really small. <laughs> it can be. It is actually um, an an issue for women who haven't had babies. Yeah. Because in that in that area, you're a lot more like obviously you're a lot more tight up there, mm-hmm. and so there are there is an issue with a lot of um with a lot of doctors that they're not able to get it in. And I have not had a child before, so I had I had a similar option, but they they persevered and they they got it up there. Mm-hmm. But you know, maybe I'm just I'm a bit bigger than you. <laughs> wow, well, context, context. Yes. Um, but um, with the pill, I find that I worked pretty well on Yasmin because. Um, I used to go on a couple of pills. I kind of forgot the names already, and you know, quite frankly, New Zealand has the same uh, different branding than Australia, so I can't actually give you uh, exact name. However, with the pills and all these contraceptives that they are available in the market, most of them, except for the condoms, they don't prevent uh, STIs and STDs. So just be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, the most um, effective way of preventing all those diseases are obviously condoms, and we advise you to have safe sex um, all the time, regardless of whether you're on uh, the pill or you know anything. Just make sure you have a condom. You don't want to get sick. You don't want to c- 
catch anything nasty. No. So my, my, my recommendation to someone who's wanting to try a different kind of contraceptive, book in, a, book in a session with your doctor. Have a chat about what might work for you because what works for your, for your mate or what works for me or Felicity or for Jack or, you know, what have you, that it's not necessarily going to work well with, with your body. So have a chat with your doctor. They might be able to give some recommendations. Um, and you might also, it might also be a, period, you know, a bit of period of trial and error and what works for your body. But if you have a chat with the doctor, they'll be able to give you, yeah, give you some advice on what, what might be best. Just thinking out loud here, um, just you know, referring back to maybe a couple of sessions ago with my sexual health doctor, I wanted to change my um, contraceptive pill. And um, she, the couple of questions she asked me were, okay, do you feel very hormonal during when you're having a period? Another question was, um, do you break out? Because that apparently plays to what sort of um, contraceptive you have. Are you very sexually active or not? That also plays a role into what pill or anything you're going to get. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't have all the questions that they will ask you. But these are some of the questions that I remember being asked, if that helps. Um, but yes. All sure. these things you've got to keep in mind. Yeah. And we're coming to the end of our first show, guys. Well, I this know. has been fun. It's so sad. We're coming to the end of our first show. But first we'll show. We've got another th- another two weeks with you. Another two. So we'll so be with back. Tess, Jack and Felicity. Yes, we'll be back on the Naughty Rude Show from next week on Sin Nation. So, so, so scandalous. <laughs> you can listen to the Naughty Rude Show live 8 to 10 p.m. every Sunday on Sin Nation. So, so, so scandalous.